Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, listeners. Welcome to episode three of Teb Talks. Huge thanks to all of you who've taken the time to listen thus far. This week, I get together with my good friends, Colette and Roisin, to talk about what it means to be woke. We cover everything from being woke about politics, music, race, and LGBT rights. Oh, and I would definitely stay tuned to the end to hear Colette's hilarious being woke story. Happy listening, guys. Yeah, it was all to do with sort of everything I was going through with my dad, Mm -hmm. and I just felt like everything that I'd worked for or had loved was leaving me but not in a really nice clean cut sort of way it was very slow and painful Mm. um and I I was terrible I had awful anxiety and I'd sort of go through these bouts of like terrible anxiety and then just fall into like a really really deep depression um and one of the things that made that really hard is I felt like I, I didn't know how to meet people anymore, which I know sounds stupid because everyone always says, like, you're so sociable. I'm like, I know I'm sociable, mm, but I didn't... Got no. times as many friends as me. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty awesome. But I didn't know how to, to, like, physically, how do grown-up adults meet new people? Yeah. Oh, it's... When you hit 30, I think it's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah, but you're not also not looking to because you meet people and you're like, they're nice, but they're not... They're like, they're nine out of ten, so they don't cut it. Yeah. Like, like, I literally have only have time for 10 out of 10s. But I, like, am obsessed with my new physio. Okay. And um, she's just a really cool woman. Let's and I feel... <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like she wants to be my friend too. So we're, like, prolonging the physio appointments that I go to. It's now oh, spaced out to fortnight. Does she want you to keep giving her money? <laughs> no, but I don't pay it. So my insurance. Okay, you're so. definitely a Okay, your insurance company. Um, but I'm just cool. like, how do you ask a grown adult woman to be your friend and then think that you're not some kind of creep or that you're hitting on them? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, really, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Like, we met this girl at football um, about two years ago and I was like, I came home one night because I'd, I'd, I'd met her without Colette and I was like, there's this girl and Rochelle I'm talking about Rochelle. Um, I was like, she's just lovely. She And like, you know, when you're like, I want you to be my friend. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you're really nice. But yeah, how do you sort of strike up that? Because also, I think it's different because she's gay and I'm gay. So if I was like, do you want to go for a drink? It wouldn't be. Been wrong. Yeah. You know, well, it wouldn't have been wrong. It would have been cheating. So that would have been wrong. She can have a drink. Would you? Yeah, of course. Get out. No, but as in, like, if I was going out and I met this guy and I had a boyfriend and I was like, do you want to go for a drink with me? He'd lose his nuts. 
I think this is the thing. This is the blurred line, isn't it? Not the blurred line, but because also I'm saying that. But that's because I know Rochelle now, and I like like I know that yeah. friendship. And I know what she's like. I know what you're like. Well, obviously, I know what you're like. If it was, yeah, maybe it would have been a bit weird in another context. Can I just briefly come back to the fact that you were saying that anxiety and depression? Yeah, so I had, and I partly, I think, after sort of what I've been going through over the, what I've since learned over the past two years, is largely to do with my lack of sleep, Mm. not taking care of myself. Yeah. And the stress that I felt, the predominant way of me fueling my body was pure alcohol. Mm-hmm. And that just built up this this monster inside me. But anxiety is like the warning sign, don't you find? Yeah, and that's why I'm, I'm lucky I like, knew that in quarter early. On. Something's wrong with my body. Something's wrong with my mind, and I need to address it. And I think it, one thing that always winds me up is when people are like, "Oh God, I suffer from really bad anxiety." I'm like, "Do you though?" Because when you have real fucking anxiety, mm-hmm. it is not a fun time. And actually, there's a, a podcaster and writer, Daisy Buchanan, who I am fucking obsessed with. Um, and she was actually at a talk that I went to recently at Frame and for Mental Health Awareness Week. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was on the panel. And she suffers, um, it seems quite severely, with um, anxiety. And by the sounds of things, it sounds like, she, I mean, she wasn't explicit, but it sounds like she did have some bout of depression. But her anxiety to me is... Um, in, in, not in a disrespectful way, but I was always afraid of knowing that I could become. Because I, yeah. I think I've grown up um, being very aware of what mental illnesses, and even though like now it's talked about, my family have always just been very aware of it, and um, so it's not been something that's not been discussed. And I just know how it can once once you're in that first stage of the three different types of mental illness at the beginning, which is where most of society are when they have poor mental health in that first bracket. I think it's the neurotic conditions. It's those that you can control or you can get under control. And it's when it's gone past and it gets into one of the two, which I think are, I want to say psychotic or... I can't, I can't... I think it might be psychotic, but one of the other two, that's when it becomes life crippling or debilitating because it affects your ability mm. to function as a human being. And I think everyone must dip into elements of that, but it's recognising it quickly enough. A machine is really good at recognising it. I do. When you're a bit, like, angsty or, like, stressed, you're pretty yeah, good No, at that's it. true, actually. In that, you are... But I think it's because Roisin is a very pensive and um, observant person. I don't really know what pensive means. <laughs> <laughs> pensive is somebody that really thinks on things and ponders. So you have that, which is a beautiful quality, but you're very observant. So to be able to have the two... I mean, it probably drives you fucking inside in your own mind. But to be able to have the two is a real powerful strength, I think. I think, yeah, I I think I do struggle sometimes with mental health, I suppose. But then you're like, oh, it's not really mental health, it's my period. But actually, probably... (laughs) No, you know, it probably is mental health, isn't it? You know, like you say it's not, but... Realistically, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it is, and it's and it's things like self esteem and but that stress. is mental health. I know, I yeah. know, absolutely. But it, you know, I didn't. It it takes a long time to realise that, and I think sometimes you can only. But although we we are not taught about mental health, no, you know, no. now in my it's coming on the curriculum, and I think actually that is a really nice segue into um, what this podcast actually about today, which is yeah. I woke up like this. I woke up like this. <laughs> I don't think I know the song. Yeah. What? 
I recognize the words. Are you joking? What? You don't. Do you what? not? Do you not recognize that song? I woke up like this. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Still not going. What? Beyonce's flawless. Oh, you know. <laughs> if I were, if I were, <laughs> okay, wrong audience, guys. Okay. Was it on that album that you could only get if you? Were no, a that was girl? Lemonade. You must know Flawless. I'm gonna find it and play it, which I probably mm. can't because it's not gonna be able to be licensed on my podcast. I don't sure recognise it at all. I really feel like it's yours delivery. I do a bit. <laughs> no offence, but. <laughs> um. So on Beyonce's song Flawless from her not this album she's done recently Lemonade her previous album okay she's do we have to check her do we have to fucking credit check that shit (laughs) of all the people probably not Miss Nancy no she's alright yeah it's it's actually quite a famous line from a song okay Um, and my singing did do it justice but alright see I just wanted to talk about Woke because I feel like I've had a really incredible three weeks with lots of people from my past. Um, we were actually away at a wedding this weekend with mm-hmm. everybody that we went to school with, which was... And me. <laughs> <laughs> and the cherry on top, me. <laughs> uh, which was a really interesting experience. And Hashtag Carla Mitchell, find it on Insta. <laughs> <laughs> Add any photos, because at the moment it's all out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm tempted to put some nasty shit in there. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) Um, And there was this guy (laughs) at the wedding who we were really good friends with. We were in sixth form. And he's, you know, to me, he's a normal, normal, average guy. Um... And I'd never realise how woke he was. Yes, I know exactly. You know who I mean, about, don't you? Yeah. And and we were talking about Brexit, and I love that about him. Yeah, I love that he about is. Him. I mean, the only way I can describe him is he literally shot out of the womb speaking politics. Right. Um, and I think when people talk about politics, <laughs> when he, <laughs> I think I might need a definition of woke because I'm at some point. <laughs> So actually, I've got one for you here. Please so do. According it. to according to he's the, so woke. We said. <laughs> what? Shut up, right? Sure. Hit me with the definition. So woke. Man. <laughs> it's not. Is it? So woke, <laughs> obviously. Is the um, is it there? Oh, Rihanna's got a song. All right, I can't sing, we've figured that out. Um, so according to the Urban Dictionary, oh no, quality, yeah, don't go Oxford, right? Okay, so the Oxford one is the past tense of wake, but I think we all know that. Oh, oh, street slang. So now I'm going to the street slang version. All right, no, okay, so now the Urban Dictionary. Says that woke, and this this is me. Um, there was actually two predominant definitions. There was one that was the African American vernacular English, which refers to a perceived awakeness of issues concerning social justice and racial injustice, um, and the other was um, the same but just without the African American vernacular. 
I like the word perceived. Yeah, and I think that's why that's why I wanted to have this chat because it's all about perception. But also, it's about actively being. I don't think you, I don't think you'll work by just walking through life. I think you actively have to find out, and even if that's scrolling through your newsfeed. So it's like an anti-ignorance. It's like an awakening of what's going on in society, and I think it's just so prevalent, to, especially right now here in in London in the UK with what's going on with the. Um, Uh, forthcoming election it's just taking responsibility or having that enlightening light bulb moment for society social injustice racial injustice and just being present i think we grew up basically not it wasn't cool to be political in any way which is why i've always thought my older sister is just the most uncool person in the world is that right i don't know if i feel that was that because you guys were in london so Surely it was... I would have imagined it was so politicised. I didn't feel that. Uh, well... Although having said... No, I'm, I'm hearing it out now, actually. Like, generally now, this is a generation who are somewhat disengaged. But I don't think that's because we don't no, want I to be think, political. I think that we're just given up hope in it. Yeah, but I think the generation that's underneath us, they are woke. They are in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> they are. It, it's disheartening to hear, you know, that the statistics like 40% of young people didn't vote at the last or for the for Brexit referendum. I blame Russell Brexit. but I understand that <laughs> and I think that actually as awful as Brexit is to some people and me personally um, at the same time the good that's come out of that is that like the youth got woke yeah hopefully. do you know what I mean like to me that is a positive thing and for me just using the word woke is I'd always associated it quite negatively I'd always associated it as like some, um, you always see it like, as a black person, it's like somebody would say, oh, now she's woke. Like all of a sudden now she gives a shit about being black. And I've always felt like I am black and I give a shit about, you know, obviously with this came, there was actually a really good um, documentary by Jesse Williams called Stay Woke, the Black Lives Matter, which came out last summer, like last, the end of last spring, around May last okay. year. Um, Jesse Williams, who's also dreamy AF. He's, um... How old is she? He, it's a man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just checking in. <laughs> the PT um, threw me out. <laughs> um, yeah, he is in... Do you watch Grey's Anatomy? Oh, I did. Like, the one with the baby blue eyes, the mixed race guy, Avery, Dr. Avery. Oh, no, I mean, I watched like the first five series. <laughs> I th- <laughs> oh, I didn't watch much. I just watched it for about six years. <laughs> I literally binged on it. He was it near the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's now like quite a big um, African American social political activist. So he's, uh, he's mixed race. I shouldn't say that, I don't know that for a fact. I mean, he looks mixed race because he's pale, but he could quite be black, so I just want to take that back. Um, but yeah, he um, executive produced this documentary um, for Black Lives Matter, and I think it was the first time I'd ever seen in the media the, use, the word woke being used mm. positively. Oh, really? Like, as in stay woke, as in it's a good thing. As opposed to it being oh. used, I'd always heard it as like a derogatory term for putting down somebody that was trying to do something see i only heard it when the when i when it was the women's march you know when yes. trump um got in 
and there was the Women's March, Women's March. There was lots of, um, you know, banners, I wake up like this, stuff like that. So um, I've heard the song. So, <laughs> well, now I've seen the banner. Um, but, yeah, I, that's when I first sort of understood the term. I mean, I properly. feel like a right weapon because I'm hearing it now. It's still asleep. <laughs> really? Genuinely. I'm honestly woke. I'm an idiot. They talk about it in the guilty feminist. I think it is quite a young person's phrase. Okay, it's not a young person's phrase, it's a new But, but I, it's no, I understand the concept. Yeah, I like it. It's like being actively aware of and I think you of course are woke for Black Lives Matter. Of course, I am as well. But, you know, you are... Certain things interest you more. Yeah, As a yeah. gay person, right now, I think I'm very interested in sort of trans rights. And things yeah, like that. so that's another reason but why I was so... Like, I was so... But yeah, mm, woke... Okay. And but I think about <clears throat> being woke if you're like, you know, I, I want to... I'm, I'm Brexit. Just because it's not our opinion. Or I'm a young, white, straight man. How is that guy getting woke? I mean, I mean you could just be getting woke by, like, becoming wiser and more engaged about, you know, what's happening politically in his local area or on the wider scale in society. I'm Actually, on it's your... It's though, because it is very... Sorry, it is very subjective, isn't it? Because he might... To us, if they're being wiser, we're very potentially... I mean, I mean I'm just calling it, like, left. But, it, but I think it's just being aware... Of it is an awareness, and that's actually some of the yeah. definitions do talk about awareness. Okay. And actually, there's a guy on um, Twitter that I've recently started following, Jordan Daly, Jordan D A L Y underscore, um, who wrote a really good article for the Huffington Post. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also is the co founder of Thai Campaign, which is Time for Inclusive Education. So it's a campaign for LGBT inclusive education in Scottish schools. Which is how, oh, okay. yeah, so, um, and actually if you Google his article, it's really interesting because his perception, <clears throat> and this is for me, like my perception of woke was all about being black. Mm. And as I went and researched. Because that's where you're hearing that term, I guess, yeah, in those conversations. Yeah. yeah, I would never use it in any other context. Oh, really? No. See, I, I, I suppose I don't link it to anything, but it was, it was feminism, really, that, yeah. because I'm quite a staunch feminist, that's where I first. So did you struggle to be friends with me then? <laughs> no. um, so okay. yeah so as I researched woke and what it meant I realised that it, it means different things for different people Yeah, absolutely. and originally my I mean for Colette it's the uh, past tense of waking <laughs> I literally thought we were talking about waking up <laughs> and I've got some great stories about that so um jordan he talks about like lady gaga and her song born this way and how it's like a movement of how it's like probably like when music music now is real woke to is that's such a i sound like an absolute knob when i say that music is real woke Um, but there's a real like buzz around um, sort of pop stars and their ability to have this platform and this voice um, and their songs that they're bringing out nowadays are actually 
got a lot of deeper meaning. And one of them was one that I'm obsessed with. Katy Perry changed the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is... Oh, do you, you know- need to do some research <laughs> You did it in the... Give me a line. To the rhythm, to the rhythm. Yeah, just like that. No. She did it in the Brit Awards and she had like Theresa May and... Theresa May. Was it Donald Trump? It's great. The big puppets like holding hands. She's quite political, isn't she? Yeah. And she went on the women's I'm just woking. I mean, I sat there with you. No, we didn't. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah so she's no, a big one. And obviously, Somewhere like, so for me, the only sort of woke singer I'd ever thought of was Beyonce with her album Lemonade and Formation. Okay. Yeah, I get that. So then. <laughs> no, I do get that. No, I feel that. So, oh, like, gosh. to see that after and, like, research it and see mm. that actually. Gaga's well LGBT. Exactly. And she's probably one of the, like, biggest. But even if you go back, like, to. And he mentioned in his article, like, Pink. There's a reason why I'm obsessed with Pink and always was because she didn't just sing songs about like snogging boys behind the bike shed. Dear Mr. President. Exactly. Got it in one. Which was about. Oh, just so woke. Feminism or something. <laughs> um, so, yes, there's, there is really like so many dimensions to this expression to be woke or woke, the term. And I just see it as a really positive thing and I want other people to see it as a positive thing. Oh, I think there's yeah, a lot of absolutely. negative Feel it. I was... connotations to that expression. Yeah, and it's used, and much used in a way that any slang word, it starts off with its literal meaning and it becomes something that's so offensive and hurtful. And But in, for, for in I feel like the sometimes, this is probably quite scathing, but the younger generation, and this is my own experience, it was, it's cool to be stupid. Yeah. And it's yeah. Cool, like, no offence to Taui, but, no, you know, I feel like if any of them started having an opinion or, you know, a view, it would be... Talking about no the real world, would, yeah. Yeah, like, no one would listen to it, be like, oh, they're a bit... You know, like, the term feminazi, shocking, but... 
you know, people who are feminists who have that view, they're just, it's, it's criticised instantly yeah. by some people. And I don't think it's just young people, but I do think, certainly at growing up, I remember my friend saying to me that, you know, stupidness is celebrated. Oh, of course it is. I mean, stupidness sells money. It really does, which is why I think... And that's so frustrating. Me and my group of friends, like us lot, growing up, I feel like so many of us dumbed ourselves down when we were around boys or around other people. To conform. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're trained from a young age to... To have to have an almost a narrow mind, yeah. not an open mind. Which is why I've always felt like a bit of an outcast because, and probably one of the main reasons for me doing this podcast is sometimes I feel so alone in my desire to want to know everything and be everything and question everything and not find people that are like me. Hmm. Do you I know what I mean? I don't ever remember a time when I was at school that we talked about politics. But I think, I don't know if that's age or if it was the time. But I think all of us had the, I, I definitely had the want to learn and like to, to know as much as I could. So I desperately didn't want to be the person who didn't know what woke was, you know? <laughs> and I feel like we've definitely come a long way on that. It was it the nineties or no? I do think I do think the nineties had a lot to do with it. Yeah, sorry, the eighties had a lot to do with it. But I think also you're you're it's you're your own world, aren't you? You know, in the nineties, massive things were happening. Tony Blair, you know, the yeah, yeah, and I remember that so vividly. But I certainly wasn't going into school chatting to you about it. You know, we were like, oh bloody hell, Colette's just topping up my prosecco. Thanks for the top up. You're Colette. just self-obsessed, aren't you? And I think that's the difference. We don't we don't give young people enough credit, and I've been absolutely scathing about them in the last five minutes. However, I am aware that it, what it's like to be a young person, you just think about the way you look and, and whatever other people think of you. And you're See, I'm gonna flip that on its head a little bit and give younger people some credit because I still think I'm young by the way oh no Um, no. and no no just saying Mm. and I think that it's the generation underneath us that's coming through that are so instrumental and powerful in moving through this new political revolution yeah absolutely I don't think it's us I think we were the last of our parents generation and we sort of have seen both sides of the spectrum and what what younger people or the youth the youth the youth today mm. are doing is being more vocal being more socially active like and it is I so mean Jordan Day, do you know what I mean exactly it, so it really it really is I'm just sort of I'm being a voice for the person that I was really which wasn't a very good advocate for um, being politicised at a young age I wish I was but really if I think about when I was sort of 15 I don't you know Probably my, I was thinking about Mark Morrison or something. Sure. Now I feel like I'm extremely woke. I'm alert. Yeah, I think you're one of the most um, socially active and racially aware friends I have. I say that racially aware, that's probably my bias as well. Racially aware because pretty much all of my friends are white. Um mm. And it's really funny. I sometimes feel like 
when I say things, it's like they then remember that I'm black. And that's as much me as it is them. Yeah. But you've always... You and um, our friend Michael, who we haven't seen for years and years and years, are probably, out of all my friends, all 30 of them, very specific number, <laughs> <laughs> um, are the two that I would say have always been those two things. Oh, that's nice to hear. Yeah. I mean, I mean your necklace fucking says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> Fuck the Tories. Yeah. Written like a Carrie Bradshaw necklace. <laughs> I don't see anybody who's younger than me voting Tory. I, just, I do. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. So the only reason why I would... And by the is... way, that doesn't mean that I'm voting Tory yeah. as a measure. I just feel like anybody who's young... But the only reason why I would is they're finally shining a light on um, dementia tax. And that's personal. And I'm smart enough and in the system enough to read between the lines. But if I had been going through what I am going through... And I'd finally seen a political party give a shit about something that's taken my house away, destroyed my family, destroyed my career. That is enough to turn me. But the way that's being communicated in the press, it's very much a negative thing about what the Tories are doing. It is a negative thing, but if you actually know... You know it, Yeah. how many people is that? True. Me and the other ten of us that have lived without... So, sorry, are the Tories Mm. doing a good thing? With dementia. I mean, they're not the dementia tax. Mm. Well, yes, I know. Yeah, they're shining a light on what, where it, the current condition. Yeah, which is, and to me, that's you're a good pleased, thing. You're pleased yeah. that awareness is being whether, there, whether they've what, recognised yeah. it. Yeah. To me, what they've actually proposed is pretty much what's already in existence, which mm. is still going to fuck people over. Um, so, so it seems like a negative thing. Yes. Yeah, so, no, but I mean, but. To, to have anybody talk about it mm. is huge. And a Labour... Like, it's Labor like, the, how I feel about that is how it was when people... Find, like, Bob Geldof talking about AIDS. Like, to me, it is huge. Mm, yeah. Because it's only that that's going to be the catalyst to get something done about it. It won't yeah. be them, but for them to... I mean, look at what it's Kate so Winslet... Kate, Kate Winslet. <laughs> Kate Middleton and... Um, what she for floating doors. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, she did the questionably gay white actors. <laughs> Die, bitch. <laughs> Jack. There's plenty of room for ten on that t- toy. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> Is it cold? I don't know. Boob. And then Kate Middleton and her hubby, the prince. Um... Just what they've done to raise awareness for mental health. Yes. In the space of one month, yeah. of a public Even announcement, I it am... is on every mm. employer's curriculum, it is on every like school's curriculum. Yeah. Actually, okay. every, man- every manifesto, I think, mentions mental health, but not necessarily dementia. Yes. Yeah. And to me, I am on a one-woman campaign to just get people to talk about it, mm. and then things yeah. will happen. Yeah. That's all we need. Yeah. Um, me and my dad rode coast to coast for Alzheimer's research and I was like we were trying to choose a charity and I was like why Alzheimer's dad and he was like just nothing shits me up more than the fear of that <laughs> um, I was like okay yeah that seems like a good idea yeah no I'm, I'm, I'm really really hopeful and positive that things are moving in the right direction and that is I know that sounds pathetic a pathetic reason to vote for the Tories but it was enough to move me and yeah. I wouldn't I mean just want to caveat of... that with the fact that I'm absolutely not going to, 
but that is how I could mm. see how just mm, like I can see so young people voting for Lib Dems yeah, you yeah. know the way that they're really going for the youth in terms of the like student loan and all that sort of stuff getting on the property ladder yeah legalising yes. marijuana yeah exactly yeah. yeah there's lots of things that speak to youth in there uh, I think the youth like Jeremy Corbyn which um, is great. Do you think they do? Yeah, I do. Yeah, they do. I don't don't think they do. It's not enough, though. And that's why I think that they aren't woke, actually, because I think if you spoke to somebody who was in their early 20s, late teens, about politics, I think a lot of them would know some things and they'd be engaged. I want to think they were. I think if you went to, like, a hipster-fripping commune like Hackney, they'll know shit. Surely they're going to know stuff. But they're not actually doing enough about it. Yeah. But, uh, well, to me, I think... They're not voting. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? I, d- I sort of, you know, I, of course, have my own agenda. I would like a certain party to win. But I would... If someone didn't vote, I would find that so frustrating. I've I not voted in the past, though. I've not voted... Because I couldn't be bothered. No, that... that oh, get out of my house. I, I, Game I would, over. I would never do that now, but I... That's why I understand... I can relate to the youth. Yeah, it's, that's how you You need something to trigger. There was nothing in my life that but compelled what? me to right. get off my sofa or away from the student union Politically to go and pay to vote. Too, I think, is one thing. Like, can't be asked. No, and else. I know a lot of people, like oh, business owners. So I know a lot of really successful yeah. people that, when it came to Brexit, still didn't go out and vote. When yeah. 50% of their workforce were Europeans, People they didn't go out People can't associate politics with their everyday life, and yet it's everything. It's everything. Which is why I think woke is such a powerful and great word. Yeah, it's... you want everyone to be woke, don't you? Yeah. Well, what I you want, want is a t-shirt cool. that has woke cool. on the front of it. Babe, I know that. I'm going to get you one. I'm going to get I'm you down. a t-shirt that has woke on it. And it. then you can be like, I woke up like this. <laughs> what does it have on Who signed that? I'm going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> Machine's brummy accent. Down now. <laughs> I'm not um, brummy. It's weird. Yeah, I I think that we've given the under the young, under twenty fours a horrific time here. I, I don't think we have, no. and I love them, and we want them I to continue listening do, to this podcast. Incredible, incredible <laughs> things, and I've 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 heard some individuals, you know, live, change their own rooms, um, d- do lots of great political stuff, but. I it's I, oh, I want yeah. I, rooms, rooms 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 of our of our, yeah rooms of but our I, I'm really crazy. interested what's rooms of our own so rooms of our own oh, sorry so we went to see this other podcast called the guilty feminists oh yeah yeah I really want to go see them they're amazing it's incredible really yeah and um they had this guest on called Liv and she was maybe maybe 15. 16 yes, 15 15 or 16 and she um was in a school in I think Northern Ireland who were made up of houses you know um and they were talking about which um, famous people to name their houses after. And I think there were maybe six houses and they were talking about naming five houses after men and just one after a woman. And she was saying to them, you know, I think we should try and... Even it out a bit. Yeah. Or actually, I think they were saying no women. I'm not sure, but it It was... was, Yeah. yeah, Definitely wasn't balanced. I need to listen to this then. Oh, and she was incredible. And honestly, it nearly brought me to tears that someone so young was so woke. She got so much shit for it at school. She got so much shit for it. And actually, the other day, this is why I brought up the term feminazi. I she was so she's had she did a um, a petition and she got lots of people to sign it. And her school, I think, 
rethought it. I don't yeah, know how yeah, successful yeah. she Eventually, is. Eventually, yeah. But recently she posted and she was, um, she, like, she keeps very quiet. But she said... Um, is she on Twitter? It was, yeah, she's on Twitter. What's her name? Um, well, the, the charity is Rooms of Our Own. Rooms of Our Own, okay. The, the Org. Room. Rooms of Our Own. But she... Oh, unchanged that one. Um, copied and pasted this Snapchat list that was going around her school. And it was like, things like, oh, ugliest girl of the year. Um, Pengus girl of the year. Oh, God. Um, biggest tits of the year. Stuff like that. And one of them was biggest feminazi of the year. And she was like, obviously, i got this, you know, two fingers up, give a shit kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I, you know, that's, that's, that's another hard thing, isn't it? And when you see yeah. I, like, another young girl I know, or I've seen on TV, was doing a page three, you know, an anti-page three campaign. And I was just watching it and it was horrible because she did a sixth form debate. And honestly, she had about two people on her side and everyone else was like, oh, what's your problem with it? You know, that's so why brave. I feel like it's, it's so... so I feel so, so brave, proud yeah. of the youth of today. Because I remember yeah. being, when I was at school, um, you may not believe this, listeners, but I was a little bit bolshy. And um, I remember the boys always used to call me feminist. Mm. Just because... It's a derogatory term. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bitch and feminist were probably the two most popular. How inaccurate they were. <laughs> I mean, the feminist. I'm focusing on the effort. Also, bitches. So, um, yeah, so, um, so for me, it was, I, I really get moved when I see the shift in the word and I see it being used positively. And I don't really care how it's being used poverty, but just positively. But the fact that it is, is enough for me. Yeah. It's a long way to go for a feminist, I think. Bitch is very positive. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the up and up. I don't know how I feel about the other term. Um, I can't believe I didn't know what woke was. Neither can I. (laughs) So, so just to wrap up, Colette, what did you actually think woke meant? I thought it was going to be... No, it wasn't that. I just thought it was going to be like silly times you've been woken up or something. (laughs) Or like, oh, I I woke up like this. I just thought it was incredible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which has never happened to me, obviously. What, um, with like a penile in the backside? Oh. Okay, you heard my story. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so I was like, well, I've got a funny story. Because I was at this party once at this big house, um, like my friend's house, when I first moved to London. And it was a big, it was like the party house. There was like maybe like six bedrooms or whatever. But, and we, everyone just went there to get ruined. And um, I'd flaked out early at this party because I just was not. Shock horror. <sighs> I can go one or two ways, and it's either early doors or it's last person standing. It was an early doors call. So I got into like my friend Paul's bed and um, fell asleep, maybe at like one or something. And um, I'm like, trying to make myself seem cool, it's like 10. And um, I woke up and uh, I woke up because I looked up, well, I felt wetness. Um, oh not in a sexy way, Tim. And uh, there was a guy who was fully naked on all fours, urinating on me. <laughs> and I'd met him earlier in the night. And he seemed like a really sweet guy. Um, it was a bit harrowing. But then I realised what was going on. And um, it turns out he was... Well, it took me a minute. But I was like, this doesn't seem normal. I don't remember inviting him in here. And he was asleep. He was fully asleep. <laughs> that eyes were like in the back of his head, holding a stick. 
peeing on me. And I was like, oh! So I sort of like crept out from where he was peeing on me. He carried on just peeing in the spot that I was. And I was like, um, I won't say his name in case he listens. But I was like clapping and like saying his name. I was like, Bob! Bob! You're pissing! And he was like, uh, I can't! Uh, stop! And he sort of like backed off the bed. And then uh, he sort of like walked around and uh, struggled over to the corner of the room, picked up all of his clothes, and then he put them onto the bed and like tucked <laughs> them up. And then he carried on being onto his clothes. <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, it's not, it's not a sex thing. Uh, he's fully asleep. And I just went downstairs and was like, Bob's upstairs pissing on me. <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh, That's what I was going to bring to the woke podcast. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> work out for me. Well, I thank you, Justin. <laughs> um, oh, Bob. <laughs> Bob. Stay in touch. Thanks for all your glory. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, guys. Um, on that rather... Um, liquid turn we just took um i look forward to having having a chat with you again in a fortnight thanks guys bye Thank you. bye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.